When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What if you could become a better person, not by working harder, but by taking one small step a day? And not because you're a bad person now, but because there's something inside you that's ready for more. How to be a better person gives you one tiny step a day you can take to be the person you want to be. My mission? To help you live your best life. Hi, and welcome to How to Be a Better Person. I'm Kate, your host and author of the book of the same name. This week on the podcast, we're looking at how to build your stamina so that you can weather whatever is coming down the pike and keep going even when you'd really rather check out. There are lots of different ways to build your stamina from adjusting your mindset to getting good sleep to eating the foods that fuel you up instead of deplete you. And that's why today I'm talking with the queen of all things nutrition, Mary Sheila Ganella of Occidental Nutrition in Northern California. Mary Sheila is a board-certified holistic nutrition consultant and Ayurvedic practitioner who teaches her clients how to honor their unique physiology, move self-care to the front burner, and achieve and maintain radiant health. Also, and this is so important, (laughs) the food Mary Sheila makes is flat-out delicious. I had the pleasure of getting to know Mary Sheila during a year-long mastermind that we both were a part of. And she was my all-time favorite roommate at our retreats because she would bring the best snacks. (laughs) Mary Sheila, thank you for coming on. Thank you so much for having me, Kate. It's awesome to be here. It's just great to have you. I wanted to talk with you today because we're going through a time of really unrelenting uncertainty and the stress that comes with that is not going to be letting up anytime soon, at least so far as I could see. So I want to provide listeners with some new ideas and some strategies around how they can build their own stamina and what and how we eat. I know has so much to do with our resilience. Before we dive into the stuff that we put in our mouths, I would love to know, what does resilience mean to you? That's a great question. When I think of resilience, I think of having reserves to be able to really stand your ground. and. I feel like when you're in resilience, you have less of a chance of just jumping into reactivity. Mm-hmm. And reactivity can be really exhausting and take your reserves and kind of let other things in that you might not want to take in your space instead of really standing your ground and, and being resilient and being able to go the extra mile. Right. I mean, it's almost like, just as you were talking, I was kind of envisioning being on a boat, you know, when the waves are rocking underneath you. But if you're resilient, you have the strength to like stand there and also the flexibility to kind of absorb the shocks of every wave and nothing's really going to knock you off your feet. How does food tie into that? Well, you know, we are, we are made up of what we eat and we are made and that gives us the reserves and the the energy that we need for our life and our day to day. And, you know, one of the things that food does is it just has the ability, right? If, especially if we put in the right fuel, 
to really give us um, that balance. And, you know, I, I often talk about balance in even just hormonal balance and just the metabolism and our whole endocrine system and our ability to, to react to any kind of stress. So food has the ability to just really nourish us in a deep way. I mean, it, it can also be very, can strip us and can, you know, give us things that we don't want to have. It could, we could have an immune response or there's a lot of things it can do. But ultimately, you know, if we think of our food as our medicine and our ability to nourish, it can really support us to have that stamina and that resilience. That's really cool because if we're thinking about food helping us be resilient and stay strong, then we get an opportunity to do that, <laughs> to build ourselves back up three times a day. It's not something that we have to wait until things quiet down, right? To fuel our tank back up again. I know when we were talking before we started recording, you were talking about the parasympathetic nervous system. And I thought that was such a cool concept. Could you clue us in on what that is, what it does for us, and then also how what we eat and how we eat stimulates it or tamps it down? Yeah. So in, in the human body, we have our, our sympathetic nervous system, which is our fight or flight, and we have our parasympathetic, which is our rest and digest. And we, depending on what's happening for us, this is how our body is going to be in one or the other. And generally, when we're in any kind of stress, when we're driving a car, when we're working, you know, when we're just doing things in our life that need to get done, we're more in that fight or flight. And then when we go to eat or sleep or rest or meditate or yoga or any of those things, that's when we access or we, we hope we are accessing our rest and digest, which is really tapping into that autonomic nervous system. That is, you know, and the autonomic nervous system is the part of our body that we don't think about. We don't think about our breath. We don't think about our heart having to beat and our food moving through our intestines. But all the excretions that come out when we digest, that's all part of rest and digest. And it's really easy for us, you know, even if we have a history of trauma, to live in the sympathetic, to live in fight or flight. But we have an opportunity when we go to maybe sit down to eat a meal to be able to access that rest and digest. And that, again, you know, being able to go between the two and not just be stuck in one that is a way to help to build resilience. Right. Cool. Okay. So help us know, like, what are two or three simple things we can do to sort of support ourselves and be able to go into that rest and digest, which I love that idea of being able to go back and forth, right? Because there are two sides of the same coin. It's not like you need to get rid of stress because it's part of life and we need to be able to deal with it. But then we need to be able to also build ourselves back up after we've completed the stress. And I think that's something that we're just not getting to feel right now is like, whoo, little break from stress, right? It's kind of unrelenting. So two or three simple things we can kind of do on a daily basis that'll help us flip to the other side. Yeah. So, you know, one of the things I think that's really important is when we're going to go eat, like having a meal versus snacking and think about all the things that come into a meal. It is about sitting yourself down and having a meal that has protein, that has fat, that has carbohydrates. And, you know, the more stress you have, the more there is a need for that proteins and fats. So the ultimate goal is for you to 
have those two to three times, or maybe some people it's four times a day that you actually nourish your body with food, that you are sitting down and you're having a meal. When we snack, that's when we tend to be eating just carbs that that can affect our hormonal balance because it affects our insulin and our blood sugar levels. And that's not really true nourishment. That's not going to go to the levels that we need it to to really help us to rebuild during times of stress because stress is more catabolic, meaning it help it breaks us down faster. So we need more of that fuel the more that we are stressed. So when you, again, sit down, have a meal, right? Don't just be like, oh, I'm going to have a snack while I'm doing this other thing. You know, actually give your body the chance to be in rest and digest and eat the meal. Oh, that makes so much sense. But that is tough. That is tough. Yeah. <laughs> Easier said than done. <laughs> even, yeah. for, even for somebody like me, you know, you kind of have to say, you know, you have to put down the, the ground rules and actually do it, right? right. Mm-hmm. The other thing is, you know, the more stressed that we are, the more, uh, again, the more cortisol we're going to have in the body, which is a hormone that comes from the adrenal glands. And that over time can be kind of like a drying hormone. It sort of dries us out more. It's more dehydrating. Literally, we will excrete more minerals and sodium if we're chronically stressed. So we need to hydrate. And we need, and hydration is so key. You know, just even think if it, like, just even think if you're outside and it's super windy, like what happens when you're out of the wind? You're just kind of like, ah, you know, and when things get really dry in the body, you know, in Ayurveda, we call that excess wind. It can be irritating. So hydration is key. So hydrating, making sure you're, you've got a water handy all the time is good. You know, even if you're home a lot, like having a water bottle, if that helps you, whatever helps you do that. You can also add electrolytes to your water. So that would be adding a little bit of salt, like a good mountain or an ocean or a sea salt, not quite a white table salt, but just adding a little salt to your water will help replenish some of those minerals. I'm not talking about like ocean water, just, you know, enough, you don't even maybe taste it, but you're adding back to your water and making sure you're hydrating between meals rather than with meals. So you're not diluting your digestive juices and you're just staying hydrated to help you to make sure that you're not, you know, dehydrated and that can kind of help spin us out a little bit. Awesome. I have one more question for you before we close. And that is you're feeling stressed. Things are getting busy. It's a hypothetical situation. You kind of know you need a little bit of extra support. What's your go-to meal? Well, if I have it, I will have soup. <laughs> you know, I mean, we're, I, I love a good bowl of soup. I love putting a little miso in there. I love it starting out with a bone broth, putting a little miso, throwing some greens in there. Sometimes I'll just make it almost like a cup of tea, like a soup that's a cup of tea, salty. To me, that is just very, very satisfying. Yeah, so I'm going to stick with soup. <laughs> All right, great. I know. What is it about soup? It's like, um, it's like putting on a, wrapping yourself up in your favorite blanket. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, so Mary Sheila, let us know how people can connect with you if they're interested in hearing more from you. I know you have a great a free ebook called The Breakfast Report. How can people find you? Yeah, so my website is called Occidental Nutrition. And also my 
Facebook page and my YouTube channel, all Occidental Nutrition. That's where I live in Occidental. Yeah, so if you go to my website, you can grab my breakfast report or my latest vitality session, and uh, you can stay connected with me that way. The breakfast report is all about like what is the best way to start your day and fuel yourself with your first meal. So it's really, again, I think it has tons to do with resilience as well. Yeah. Excellent. Thanks so much. You're welcome. Thanks for having me. So it's me again, Kate, coming back on with your tiny assignment, which is to make the next thing you eat a proper meal. You know, where you make a plate and it has some carbs and some protein and some fat. Or as I tell my kids, something yummy and something fresh. And then actually sit down at a table and eat it. Take a couple of breaths before you dive in. And think of it as how you are nourishing yourself and feeding your stamina. I know this is kind of a big ask. I, it's tough for me. I am often eating cheese and crackers standing at the kitchen counter for lunch these days. So it's going to be, I'm challenging myself as well. And when you do it, will you post a pic to your Instagram stories? Tag me at Kate Hanley Author. I'd love to see what you're having for lunch. Speaking of tension, I'm super excited to tell you about How to Be a Better Person's new sponsor. Therapist Preferred was founded by a physical therapist and his patient who wanted to bring trusted CBD products to people looking for alternative medicine solutions. Their sports cream really helped clear up some pretty serious back pain I was experiencing, and their CBD soft gels with melatonin helped me sleep like something even bigger and more motionless than a log. They helped me sleep like a mountain. The CBD is derived from organic hemp grown in the USA and contains no THC. I know a lot of the folks I talk with are curious about CBD and wondering if it can help with their anxiety, their aches and pains, and their sleep. All uses that I can attest to. I hope that this partnership between How to Be a Better Person and Therapist Preferred might offer just the reason you need to jump into the CBD pool. To sweeten the deal even further, go to therapistpreferred.com slash shop and use the coupon code Kate Hanley, all one word, to save 20% off your order. They've even got a 30-day money-back guarantee. Again, that's therapistpreferred.com slash shop. And don't forget the coupon code Kate Hanley. Thanks for listening to How to Be a Better Person. Our theme song is Left for Deadish by Junior85. The podcast is mixed by Sound Advice Strategies. If you liked what you heard in this episode, share it with someone you think would like it too. Your voice matters. Also, How to Be a Better Person has an official newsletter that sends the past seven episodes, a sneak peek of the week ahead, and one well-chosen meme to your inbox every Saturday morning. Sign up at BeABetterPersonPodcast.com and click on Get Podcast News. I also love to hear from listeners. I mean, I love it. Send me an email by clicking on the Contact Kate button at BeABetterPersonPodcast.com. Tweet me at Kate Han, K-A-T-E-H-A-N, or find me on Instagram at Kate Hanley Author. I look forward to connecting with you. 